so welcome back. Today I am going to share this message of aiming for 10% better across all of my platforms because I feel like it is one of the most important messages that I have to share not only in my own health journey, but also my patients' health and programs, my businesses. This impacts every area of our life. So on my Chasing Chickens podcast, which I just launched, I just shared about the topic around shame and chronic illness. And for me, this was a really vulnerable share, and it shows up for me a lot because I've held on to the shame and guilt because I have ulcerative colitis, autoimmune disease, and it's incurable, first of all. Second of all, I can't cure myself, even as a functional medicine doctor. I need medication for the rest of my life, and I've come to peace with that, but I also feel like, damn, (laughs) I should be... I, quote, should be able to fix myself. How can I be sick and still be a doctor? But as I keep reading books of other physicians, whether they're MDs, DOs, DCs, PTs, anybody in the industry who's like, wow, I was injured or I got sick or I was harmed, and I'm on this journey to rediscover not only myself and my own health, but our healing systems and how these things work. And I'm also a wellness advocate with doTERRA. And one of the biggest things that's held me back from sharing doTERRA, and this is, wow, super vulnerable for me to share, but I can't use oils to, quote, cure myself. And not only would I never say that oils are curative because I can't, but that's not what they're meant to do. And I feel sad and guilty and all those emotions. I feel like I'm feeling myself, even though I'm getting better. And I use my oils and my supplements and my food and everything that I'm supposed to be doing. And I am getting better. I'm doing all the right things to help my body in almost every way that I can. But I still have flares. I'm human. <laughs> I, some reason, I'm still a human. I still have emotional and physical stressors. And I'm still doing what feels like a million things to keep my health going. But over the past few weeks and on this journey and in this research and listening to other people's stories and working with my own patients who have the same experiences, I'm really coming to embrace the theme of looking for 10% better when I make a change or I add something new into my regimen. Somewhere along the way in our medical system, we as patients and doctors have come to believe that we have to cure everything, that if you're not symptom-free, then it failed, and that some form of treatment out there will be 100% effective, and you're going to walk away fully functioning, 100% better, life will resume as normal, and when that doesn't happen, wow, are we upset. And as a patient, right, we feel frustrated, we feel let down. We feel like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I spent money on this program and it, quote, didn't even work. Sometimes we're worse, right? Like I had a medication switch and that medication failed. It's not my fault. It was the wrong medication for me. And then on the flip side, we have doctors who blame patients for them not getting better. Like, oh, you didn't take your medication the right way or you didn't do what I told you to do or they gaslight us or... Some people like me, their doctors just ignore them. And I got a message from the nurse practitioner way back when in 2020, like, 
oh yeah, I see the doc got your message, but he's just ignoring you. He doesn't want to talk to you. He's not going to deal with you. Like, oh, okay. (laughs) I guess I'll just die of sepsis. And I want to make a disclaimer, of course, and you know that I always say this before we dive deeper into this conversation. So I do want to make this clear. And one, it's an FDA disclaimer, of course, but in no way am I saying that anything I do or recommend is curative. Legally, we can only reserve that term for pharmaceuticals and surgery. And while I don't believe that only drugs and surgery cure... I do believe that we need a combination. We need an integrative approach to everything that we do. And, you know, over the years, I've recommended essential oils, supplements, diet changes, nutrition, a variety of support for my patients, spiritual support. Uh, I refer everybody out for PT and therapy. And what I have found, and I don't say this to mock or disparage anyone, but this is a real issue that we need to come together on and understand in the holistic and medical world. So I'll give you a few examples here. I'll talk to my patient and they'll say, oh, that oil or that supplement you gave me didn't work at all for my hormones. And I'll say, oh my goodness, I'm so sorry to hear that. Tell me more. Let's dive, let's figure out where this is coming from. Now you're having 10 hot flashes a day, your libido was in the, the dumps, you're having like panic attacks five times a day, like, are they getting worse? Are they staying the same? And they say, well, no, I'm only having two hot flashes a day and one panic attack a, work, a week. And, you know, nothing's working, nothing's helping. Or the same thing with migraines where someone will tell me like, oh my gosh, I have migraines that lasted five days, always happens around my period. And now I'm having one headache on the first day of my cycle, but so nothing's working, it's failing, I, and they're telling me the plan failed them or that I failed them, and same with IBS patients, right? Like, oh my gosh, I'm running to the bathroom 10 times a day, and this is not an exaggeration. If you have IBS, you know. And now they're going twice a day, but they feel constipated because the change is weird, and they're like, oh, this isn't working, I still don't feel good. And then they run off to the next functional medicine doctor, the next acupuncturist or the specialist to find the, quote, cure without ever stopping to say, wow, I went from a 10 to a 2. I had an 80% reduction in my symptoms. That's amazing. But we get hung up on being cured or fixed. And that is the real issue. And I think this stems from a few things. And first of all, it comes from research. And when we do research, we minimize the variables to see what is effective and what isn't. So when we do research on a supplement or even essential oils, you use one oil, you use one compound, you use one symptom, and then you measure those changes subjectively and objectively. And then at the end of the study, we can say, all right, this one thing worked for this one issue. And usually it doesn't work. Like when you look at St. John's wort for depression, and I did so much research because it's supposed to be so helpful, but the actual research, at least when I was in college and doing this research and trying to prove like herbal medicine is fantastic, I couldn't find a lot of studies that showed objectively on the depression scales that this was making a difference. And I was really confused. But this is because this isn't how the real world works. The real world does not work in isolation. We need integrative solutions. And integrative meaning multiple 
practices, multiple opportunities, which is why our current methodology of research does not work for medicine and it does not work for holistic care. When we change our methodology of research to integrative during research, we see so much more drastic changes. It's we, you know this, you're going to be like, yeah, I know. So when we change someone's diet, we utilize supplements, we utilize medication, low-dose chemo, acupuncture, chiropractic, and essential oils. Oh my goodness, we see so much better results than if we just used one modality. But the problem is we can't point the finger at the one thing that worked because we had to do integrative care. And that's frustrating, right? We want to know what works. And when we look at, quote, integrative research, you can go on pubmed.gov, type it in. We see that pharmacological interventions, mind and mood therapies, body work, nutrition, supplementation, all work together and help improve outcomes so much more quickly and effectively than just one practice or intervention at a time. So this is our first problem. We're looking for one thing to be curative, when one thing is never curative, we, we always need that integrative and it gets expensive, right? If we're going to go see an acupuncturist and a chiropractor and take supplements and see our functional medicine doctor, oh, and pay for insurance and our co-pays and our deductible and our medic, like, oh my gosh, trust me, it builds up. I have medical debt from my hospital stays that I don't know if I'll ever get paid off. My medication in the hospital that saved my life was $40,000 for that one medication, right? So that's an issue. And I'm not going to overlook that and sit here and be like, hey, guys, just do everything. It'll be easy. No, I'm like, no, it's, it takes time. It takes effort. It takes finances. All right, so second on this 10% better conversation, when I give someone a plan in my functional medicine practice or even my essential oil practice where, you know, we're just focused on essential oils and supplementation and includes all this integrative planning. We talk about diet. We talk about nutrition. We talk about blood sugar, brain health, supplements, exercise, hormone planning, testing if we need it, oils, mindset, uh, meditation, or stress management. Oh my gosh, that's a lot to cover. And that's why my consults are so long to begin with, because is never just one thing. And some of my patients will say, okay, you know what, Allison, I'm just going to try those food changes because I want to see if that helps, but I'm going to wait on the supplements. I'm not going to do anything else that you asked me to do. And I tell them like, all right, you're probably not going to see a huge change. You might see a 10% change, but you have to do the whole plan to see a 20, 40, 80% change. And every little piece of your plan will build you up to get you to that 80% or 100% better. Just like with supplements, I try to keep my supplement recommendations somewhere between three to five to start with, three to five different supplements. And they're like, well, I'm going to see that I'm going to start with just one and see if it helps. I'm like, it's not, <laughs> it's just not going to, because our body does not work in isolation. So you can't take a liver supplement but ignore the brain health or the digestive or the hormone ones. We have to work hand in hand with our body, which means we have to do a lot of things at once. And when I work with someone and I give them 
a diagnosis or a root cause, or I make a list of things like, here's what I think's going on with you, whatever that looks like for that person. I always say this is in no specific order most of the time, and it's never just one thing. We can't just say, oh, it's just your thyroid. Oh, it's just infection. Oh, it's just Lyme. This, like, it's everything. We have to look at nutrition. We have to look at heavy metals. We have to look at mold and digestion and hormones and processes and detox. You get the idea, right? So, and with healing, it's never just one thing. I can't sit here and say, oh, just take this one supplement. It'll fix everything. And I'm sure if you're listening to this, you've probably been like, oh, but Allison, I heard this podcast and they told me to just take zinc. And if I take super high doses of zinc, it's going to cure me. It's going to fix everything or mushrooms or like you name it, right? We can go from A to Z with vitamins and minerals and complexes and food and name every single one and talk about the miraculous effects of every single one. Why? Because we need all of them. We can't just take vitamin C. We can't just take vitamin D. We need everything, right? And then third in this 10% better conversation is that I think that we jump ship too early when trying a new process or protocol. You know, I had a patient who tried their new meal plan for three days. She was so excited. And then after three days, I got an email because she's like, I quit. I feel worse. And I'm like, hey, I told you you would feel worse because we still need to address this infection that you have going on. But they quit. They didn't even start half of it. They only did the diet for three days. And it's such a shame because we'll never know if she could have felt better because she never followed through on anything. And we expect such immediate relief, which is a rare situation. The only thing I've ever seen immediate relief with is like IV pain medication, right? Like you can get a dose of morphine, feel a little bit better. Um, but other than that, we need time. We have to take antibiotics for 10 days. We have to take antidepressants for six weeks. And we're like, okay, I'll chug along for a month before I'll see results. But when it comes to natural things, we're like, oh, this diet, I better do keto and I better lose 10 pounds in a week or I'm not gonna, or I'm gonna, not gonna do it anymore. Or we take melatonin one time and think it should change our sleep. But after the first dose, we're like, eh, it didn't work. I give up. So I just want to encourage you because I feel the same way too, right? Like, ugh, I did this. I don't want to do it anymore. It's hard. It's taking too long. But give your program, your protocol, whether you're creating one yourself, whether you're working with me or another practitioner, Give it time. Be consistent in how you care for yourself. Look for that 10% better. So when you do try something and you pick something to work on, that's a great start. And I want you to focus on what helps you feel 5 to 10% better, not 100%. Be excited about the little changes. So if you like, I slept five hours last night, but I used to sleep four. Oh my gosh, I got an extra hour of sleep. Amazing. Be excited. Something works. Stick with that plan. Look for those small improvements and let those build up as you continue to build your plan. And if you want to do one thing at a time, and you're going to say, okay, I'm going to introduce this one supplement and see if it helps. Well, if it gives you 5 to 10% relief, it's helping. Don't look for 100% because that's most likely not going to happen. And then you can keep that in your arsenal. And then you're like, all right, what else can I add in? Or I'm going to add in this digestive enzyme or this probiotic. 
oh, you know what? There's another five to 10% better, right? So keep building that 10% as you create this plan. Be consistent, do your research, ask for help. And as always, if you need personalized care, please schedule with me online and make sure to like and subscribe to the podcast to stay up to date with all our weekly podcasts everywhere that I have going on. Um, And we'll see you next week. 